remember how long ago it was that you uh, grew legs and moved on to dry land out of your pond. Yes, that's 12 years ago now. I grew my front legs first. We knew to have the front legs first and then the back legs. But after about three months of living in the pond, we turn into uh, adult newts and we get rid of our feathery gills and uh, our lungs start to work so we can breathe through our lungs and uh, then we can leave the water and live on dry land. Twelve years sounds quite old for a newt. How long are you expecting to live for? Some of my relations live for 15 years. It's difficult to know. Unfortunately, some of my relations don't live to be more than two years old. There's that nasty heron bird that comes down when we're in the pond trying to lay our eggs, and uh, he catches quite a few, unfortunately. And um, what are you doing now that we're moving into autumn? Yes, I, I left the pond back in June because I can eat in the pond. There's quite a bit of food, but I can find much more food on land, which is why I like to leave the pond. And I can wander quite a long way from the pond looking for worms and uh, other little insects and creatures. And I have to hide by daytime, though, under stone or log in case I get eaten by a buzzard or or even a, a cat or something like that might eat me up. But, uh, yes, it's getting a bit chilly now, so I have to watch out for that Jack Frost. If he comes along, I could be a goner. So I need to find a nice hole or a dry stone wall or a hollow log, and I'll spend the winter in there, actually. So you'll hibernate over winter? I will, yes. My body will shut right down, and I won't really consume much food I'll, I'll keep my reserves and they'll see me through the winter and then because in the spring I won't have time to uh, feed very much because I've got to get off to that pond and uh, catch one of those females yes I was going to ask you um how many wives have you had or do you choose the same one each year oh good heavens I've no idea <laughs> as many as possible <laughs> I, I've I may not look very much at the moment. I've got a nice yellow belly, but um, I don't have a crest at the moment. But when the spring comes, over the winter time, oh, my crest will be magnificent. It will grow, and my crest is much better than most of those other males. So that will attract the females, and I'll be seeing how many I can attract to uh, lay eggs. So you you find it quite easy to um, attract females with your impressive crest? Yes, my crest just waves around in the water because it's nice and frilly and I sort of curve my tail round and I have these lovely pheromones. I mean, I don't know what they're like, but they, you should see what they do to the females. They really, it really gets them excited. <laughs> yes, and I can, uh, I can mate with quite a lot of females by that. It's, it's, after 12 years, I've really perfected this. <laughs> so, um, you, so you have several females in the space of even just a day? Could do, yes. Okay. Yes, I, I mean, I'm, I'm fairly nocturnal, but actually it's rather nice when the sun's shining um, and my crest is at its best. And I have a lovely white stripe down the side of my tail and when I bend that round, I think it might be that, that nice white stripe that really gets, tempts the females. So, yes, I'm quite happy, but at night time it's even, even better because there are lots more females come out at night. Um, the other thing about you that's uh, impressive is that you are protected under European law. Um, so what makes you so important? 
it's not just me, it's all the other animals that live in ponds. Over the last hundred years, we've probably lost half of our ponds in this country. And us newts, we need, we like to have a suitable pond, but we don't want to be trapped in that pond because we need to breed with newts who live further afield. And I can, I can travel, I, for example, I have been to a pond about a kilometre across the fields there, and uh, that was a very nice pond, but I prefer this one. But, you know, there are newts in that pond, but if I can't get to it, we can't share our genes. So, you know, we can, we can get deformities and things like that. Do you, um, do you ever worry about yours and your children's future? I do. Um, they shouldn't. Yes, we shouldn't be concentrating on just protecting the newts because that's that's not going to work. We need to protect the ponds that the newts live in, and we need a decent area of land around the ponds because that's where we get most of our food from, and that's where we spend the winter. So it's very difficult if you live in a pond in the middle of a, f- a field which gets ploughed every year. <laughs> you have to really watch out for for that, and and, and a lot of people, a lot of my relatives actually get killed trying to cross over the fields with all those horrible crows and seagulls out there and the tractor of course just squashes in a minute um what's your proudest achievement i my proudest achievement is growing this magnificent crest and attracting all those lovely females i don't know how many tadpoles i've produced over the years there's there must be thousands of my tadpoles living all within a kilometre of this pond. If you had a message for us, what would it be? I'd say take care of our ponds, please, because it's not just us who live here. There's all sorts of rare wildlife. There's over a thousand species of plants and animals live in ponds, and many of them are really, really struggling because it takes a long time to get established in a new pond. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't make new ponds. We need people to keep making more and more ponds so that we can move about a bit more, not become isolated.